Good morning, jesters, jestettes, jesterians of every shape, size, and color. I hope you guys are all fucking doing amazing today. Good morning, Mr. Pickle. I fucking miss you and I love you and I'm sure you're doing amazing. Because you're just a smart fucking kid and you deserve it. But now, but now, for the second time, because this thing fucked up on me, we are going to dive right into the UFC. We're going to see what bullshit they're trying to sell us today. For the past five days, India has broken global records for daily COVID infections. The government confirmed on Monday that almost 353,000... Remember, I don't believe a goddamn word these fuckers are telling you because it's all propaganda. Let us continue. ...thousand people became infected in the previous 24 hours in India alone. President Biden says the United States will send help. Illegitimate Here's what White President House Biden. Advisor Anthony Fauci had to say on ABC's This Week. There's discussions about really ramping up what we can do on the ground, oxygen supplies, drugs, tests, PPE, <sighs> as well as taking a look in the intermediate and long run about I how we can get to vaccines to these individuals. NPR's Lauren Freyer is with us now from Mumbai. Hi, Lauren. Hi there. Those numbers are extraordinary. How bad is it? What are you seeing? It's really bad. Um, the number one it's need really across bad. India right now is oxygen. Every day, hospitals here are running out of oxygen, and dozens, possibly hundreds, possibly even more people are dying with doctors by their sides in hospitals because of these shortages. And social media is just a flood of pleas for help. People are posting clips online. Families are doing this. Doctors themselves are doing this. I want to share one of them with you. Um, I'm warning you, this is this is hard to hear. Of course this is Dr. Gautam Singh. He works them. at a hospital oh, 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 in Delhi. Oh, oh, oh. We are not getting oxygen anywhere. We have young patients who will die in the matter of two hours. Okay, that's you, that, that right there. That, that's we bullshit. Do you understand? Do you understand how they're fucking lying to you? Because Corona doesn't kill young people. So what the fuck is this dude talking about? <laughs> if he's got young people, young kids dying, it's from something else. Don't fucking tell me that this whole goddamn coronavirus is killing all the kids because it's fucking not. Jesus Christ, look. There is no... Yay! Rate, subscribe, and share. Yay! Oh, just stop. I'm fucking lying to people, man. Jesus. But I'm a patient's... Now, he recorded that plea yesterday. Actually, today, I just heard that his hospital did get an oxygen shipment late last night. Um, so a close call for those patients. Many others across the country have not been as fortunate. And it sounds like many of the deaths there could be prevented or could have been prevented if hospitals had what they needed. Yeah, and that's why this aid from the U.S. and other countries now is just so welcome. But a note about the numbers. Um, India recorded about 2,800 deaths in the past 24 hours. That's people with COVID listed on their death certificate. And statisticians say the real number could be 10 times that. People are unable to get tested. People are dying at home, unable to get any medical care at all. A public park in Delhi today is being converted into a mass cremation. 
cremation ground. They're setting up funeral pyres on the grass where kids normally play cricket. And, you know, I can tell you, I personally, almost everyone I know has sadly lost someone to COVID in, in just a matter of weeks. My goodness. I remember we had you on back in January and February, and you were talking about how the caseloads had dropped and dropped, and it was amazing. And now this surge, do we know what happened? Yeah, I mean, people let their guard down, you know, through those big weddings that they had to postpone last year. Just a week ago, Prime Minister Narendra Modi was holding political rallies. And Modi has faced a big backlash for holding those rallies at a time where we now know the virus was not gone. In fact, scientists say new variants were lurking. They're scrambling to sequence those now. Meanwhile, less than 2% of Indians are fully vaccinated. This is a country with nearly 1.4 billion people. So immunity, you know, takes time. And so now the U.S. says it's going to send supplies to Stop India, being medical aid. Stupid. What's been the reaction the to that there? Numbers. I mean, first of all, appreciation, but also some feeling that it's it's come late. Um, India is the biggest vaccine maker in the world. Earlier up. this month, its big man, biggest manufacturer sent a plea like to this. President Biden, oh, begging yeah. him to lift an export well, ban on raw materials. Today is April 26th. That was 10 days ago. Those were raw materials. Materials are now on their way, but in the past 10 days, a lot of other countries stepped up first to help India. Okay, and here's Lauren Freyer in Mumbai. Thanks, Lauren. You're welcome. All right, how much political power will your state have in upcoming national elections? We find out today once the first results of the 2020 census are disclosed. These numbers determine your state's share of seats in Congress as well as votes in the Electoral College. NPR census correspondent Hansi Lo Wang has been tracking the count somewhat obsessively, even from the beginning. Good morning, Hansi. Good morning, Noel. Okay, so what Come are we going to know today? We have today? no legitimate government. The Census Bureau says at 3 p.m. Eastern time, there will be a virtual press conference. The acting <laughs> director of the Bureau will announce the first set of census results, which are... They don't... I don't fucking care if I'm wrong. I don't feel I am wrong. I... These motherfuckers said it, that they fortified our election. They fucked with the election because they feel they knew better than everybody voting. How the fuck does that make you feel? We live in an illegitimate government because of these motherfucking bullshits, man. I, I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to be intelligent about this. It was uh, written in an article in Time Magazine on February 4th, February 5th, somewhere around there, how a couple parties of the DNC. Whatever, how, whatever the fuck happened, I did not, I need to read the article. I never read the article, but I'm, that was kind of stupid. I mean, even admit, but I'm gonna read that fucking article today, so I can actually, you know what? We're gonna stop talking about it right now, and we'll go right back to the uh, this bullshit UFC. No, the UFC isn't bullshit. The bullshit up first, up first is bullshit. I'm trying to counteract that bullshit. Very basic set of numbers. Population counts for each state and the country, but they do play a very big role in reallocating seats in the House Representatives and the Electoral College. And we won't see any data breakdowns by race, ethnicity, age, or sex, or numbers for counties, cities, or smaller areas. When do those come out? Those are expected out by August 16th. They're part of the second set of results, and that's data needed for redrawing voting districts. And important to note, all of these census results are coming months after later than originally planned. Yeah, why is that? 
Well, in person counting for most of the country started late last year. All the lockdown orders because of the pandemic forced the Bureau to delay sending out door knockers to visit those households that didn't fill out a form on their own immediately. And then the Trump administration last July decided to cut short the time left for counting. And that really compounded the mess the Bureau was left with, with a lot of duplicate and incomplete responses it needed to sort through, needed that extra time to run quality checks. So it was part pandemic, part politics, and that leads me to ask you how accurate are the numbers do we know we won't know immediately we'll know more in the coming months when more detailed data come out from for example researchers with the american statistical association they're doing an independent audit expecting a report in june and in december the census bureau will start releasing estimates about how many people may have been missed in last year's census as well as rates of Overcounting and undercounting of groups by race how, and ethnicity. How the fuck are you gonna know this you know, shit? something to keep this in mind: no U.S. census has been made a perfect count. It's supposed to be a snapshot of the population as of April first, twenty twenty, and very hard to get the population count completely right. A lot of people were moving around at the very beginning of the pandemic. A lot of confusion about where to get counted because of the pandemic. And right now, there are a lot of worries about historically undercounted groups, including confusion immigrants, people of color, renters, rural you residents. Dumb, they may been Shit, undercounted buddy. especially so because of the trump administration's interference with the schedule as well as the pandemic but bureau officials say so far they haven't found anything to suggest that these numbers are not fit to be used for reallocating house seats okay so we get the first set of census results and then what happens this is part of a handoff process that ultimately ends with the clerk of the House of Representatives certifying these each state's share of new House seats. Some states have lawsuits, may end up filing lawsuits challenging how those seats were assigned, and uh, we'll see what happens there. You know, small differences between states can make a big difference of who gets power in Congress, and ultimately these House assignments are used for the 2022 midterm elections. High stakes, NPR Census correspondent Hansi Lohan. Thank you, Hansi, as always. The friends and family of Andrew Brown Jr., a 42-year-old black man, just want to know what happened to him. We can't tell you very much this morning. Officials in North Carolina do say that they were serving search and arrest warrants on Mr. Brown for felony drug charges last week. And a sheriff's deputy shot and killed him. You see? Drug charges. Felonious drug charges, non-violent charges, this fucker was killed for, and the fucking war on drugs. It All it does is kill people and make the government money. No, it spends the government's fucking money and just locks up fucking young men, young people, to fuck up the rest of their goddamn lives because of a little bit of goddamn weed. A little bit of goddamn blow. It doesn't fucking... Just, just stop with this bullshit, man. Victimless crimes do not need to be punished. Because the only fucking victim is the goddamn government because they're not getting their goddamn money. That's why it's a crime. Ooh. Go fuck yourself, man. This goddamn illegitimate government, man. Go fuck yourself. We know very few details, but the police were wearing body cameras. It doesn't matter. Pasquotank County Sheriff Tommy Wooten right, says he wants that footage made public and will file a motion as early as today to get it released. To we ask for your patience and your support as we work to do the right thing. 
North Carolina Governor Roy Cooper has also issued a statement calling for the swift release of that footage. WUNC's Laura Pelliser was in Elizabeth City, North Carolina this weekend where all this happened. Laura, good morning. Good morning. Okay, so what do we know at this point? What do we know at this point? Homeboy was trying to feed his family by making an extra by making money by selling a product to people who wanted the product. The only thing, quote unquote, illegal about that is the government wasn't getting any goddamn money. Our illegitimate government wants to get their money no matter what. So that's what the fuck is going on here. Yay! Rate, subscribe, and share. Yay! Well, the Pasqua Tank Sheriff's Office says deputies were serving drug-related warrants for Andrew Brown Jr. when they shot and killed him last week. And seven deputies have been placed on administrative leave. An eyewitness told reporters that Brown was shot in the back as he tried to drive away from deputies. But we haven't seen any video evidence so far. And very few details have been released by the county sheriff's office. And these events took place the day after the guilty verdict against former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin. And the shooting has really deeply impacted this community. Um, Elizabeth City is small, about 18,000 residents. It's on the northeastern edge of North Carolina, and slightly over half the population is black. And Andrew's son, Khalil Farabee, spoke at a church event on Saturday. Here he is. With all these killings going on, I never expected this to happen so close to home. He left a close and tight family. And so how are people in his family and people in Elizabeth City in his community responding to all this? I'd be fucking well, there have pissed. been back-to-back days of protests in Elizabeth City, North Carolina. And just last night, Elizabeth guys, City, Pasquotank Public Schools Fuck announced they're moving bullshit. to a full remote schedule for all students and staff through April 30th. Doing? And that's all related to the protests and what's been going bullshit? on. Bullshit? And city leaders, residents, Just and activists have demanded that the body camera footage be released to the public. Character. On Saturday Man. afternoon, the president of the local NAACP publicly demanded that the sheriff resign. And prominent civil rights okay. leader, Reverend William Barber, he was also in Elizabeth City on Saturday. And here's what he said. America, here is the issue. A warrant is not a license to keep. <laughs> no, it's not. Even if a suspect supposedly drives away. A warrant Especially does not mean a person is guilty. Oh, and the supposedly drives away is part of the story, which we're waiting to confirm. Uh, notably here, the sheriff says he wants the video released to the public. What needs to be in place for that to happen? Right, so the sheriff says he will consult with the State Bureau of Investigation to see if releasing the video would impede that bureau's work. The State Bureau of Investigation, however, has said they do not decide when and how body camera video is released. And ultimately in North Carolina, the decision is up to a judge. Public body camera footage is not public record in North Carolina. Mm. And essentially when the law enforcement agency asks a court to release the footage, that can speed up and facilitate the process. And, and additionally, I should note that Pasquotank Sheriff's Office has called on the State Sheriff's Association bullshit. to appoint an outside sheriff's office to carry out an investigation of all the individuals who are involved in this incident. Laura Pelliser of WUNC. Thanks, Laura. Thank you. And that is up first for Monday, April 26th. I'm Noel King. And that is UFC for Monday. April 20, whatever the fuck she said, April 26th.
Oh, man. These fucking cops, man. I, I don't... I don't... Oh, I can't say that I don't understand it, because I do understand it. It's, it's fucking kids with guns and badges think they're hot shit. And that they're better than every other motherfucker on this goddamn planet. Fucking kids with goddamn guns, man. What the fuck? I want to know how old the kid was that shot that dude in the back. That's the question I want fucking answered. Something needs to fucking happen. Because that's fucking bullshit. The dude was driving away. Driving away. He gets shot in the fucking back? The fuck is that bullshit? The only thing that would justify that is if he was trying to run somebody over. Which we don't know. Maybe he was, maybe he wasn't. I doubt it. It's the fucking kid with a gun and a badge. Thinks he's hot shit. Oh, fuck that dude, man. Fuck that dude. Ooh-wee. God damn. That's just... Cops are out of fucking control. I hate to say that, but... Cops are out of fucking control, man. I don't... I... Kids with guns and badges. That's really all his cops are anymore. Kids with guns and badges. And if these kids don't get punished for what the fuck they're doing, it's just gonna get worse. Do you not fucking understand what the shit's going on? They're... I don't I don't know how to fix it. I I I other than just training, just replace every goddamn cop on every goddamn force across the goddamn country and just start fresh. Start fucking fresh. Start training the right way. Teach them how to deal with with uh, uh, escalated emotions. Tell them or teach them how to de-escalate. Teach them. Don't teach them to grab their fucking gun first because they're a fucking kid. The fucking kid with a badge who thinks he's fucking bulletproof. This motherfucking kid hasn't experienced dick. But they think they fucking know everything. Because they haven't experienced dick. A lot of them are probably still living with their goddamn parents. Jesus fucking Christ. I don't... I don't don't fucking get it, man. What has to... What... What needs to happen? For something, something's gonna happen where some shit's gonna just get lit the fuck up, and a lot of people are gonna die because of your goddamn inefficiency, your goddamn recklessness. The only, well, there, there's two things that, that I see that are gonna change the way this fucking country is heading. One, civil war, mass casualties, everybody dead. Because that's the only thing that's going to fucking open motherfuckers' eyes to understand what the fuck they're doing to this to the goddamn people of this country. All because they want fucking power. They want the ability to rule over motherfuckers, man. That is what's going on. Like this goddamn Nancy Pelosi, she's so goddamn disconnected from reality. 
She thinks she's a goddamn queen, man. I mean, look at this fucking cunt. She, she's fucking with everybody's lives because she can. She doesn't have any retribution. Nothing comes back. She's still elected. Nobody fucking cares. And because she doesn't get punished. Oh, so the one thing is war. Mass casualties. Everybody's dead. Second thing is what, what, uh, what's scheduled to happen within the next 50 years. The, I'm calling the Great Reset. Where the whole fucking earth just boom. Implode, well, it doesn't necessarily implode, but earthquakes, wind, fire, damage, everything, sun flares, killing, every goddamn electric goddamn device, every electronic device, so everything is back, we are back in the motherfucking stone age, so then people will be judged by their usefulness to the community, once money is fucking eliminated out of the goddamn situation, Are you looking for smoking deals on smoking accessories? Check out 42 Degrees and Sunny at 50 Chautauqua Avenue in Lakewood, New York. Or at 42DegreesAndSunny.com where they're always open. Enter the code SWED at checkout to get 10% off your order. Either in the store or on the site. Remember that's 42DegreesAndSunny.com How can we brighten your day? Now let's get back to the show. People will be judged on their usefulness to the community. Community. Damn. Oh, she started a car. I was wondering what the fuck was that. <laughs> I got it. So let's see what space weather is going to be for April 26th, 2021. Good morning, Mr. Ben. Good morning, folks. Big science news today here. We've got a lot on space weather, some of which relates to the galactic current sheet as well, and we've got updates on Earth's rotation glitches. Let's begin with those sunspots we saw exploding into life over at spaceweathernews.com, and we find the last day on the sun was a bit calmer, except for the sunspot growth. Solar flaring is holding mostly at a B-class production, and the plasma filament activity was mostly destabilizing and collapsing rather than ejecting and CME producing. We took another geomagnetic storm overnight. The solar wind perturbations are very small, but it's been one after another without as much as a full day for field recovery. Luckily, they have indeed been small thus far. Looking quickly at those sunspots a bit more zoomed in, I'm anxious to see if NOAA classifies this as one or two active regions, but nevertheless, folks, we still have about a 4 to 5x increase in solar activity to come as we hit sunspot maximum over the next four years, and this development in magnetic complexity is indicative of our being on our way up in the cycle. We'll have a lot to get to in just a moment, but real quick first, took another blood echo in Tonga, slightly closer to the surface with this one than the last one top quake of the day let's begin the science news with some of the world's best in the top solar physics journal using the data included in this early portion of the sunspot cycle to confirm two things first we are heading up to sunspot maximum peak around 2025 and it should be about as powerful as cycle 24 which makes us look ahead to cycle 26 and solidify the prediction that the sun could enter grand minimum at that time 
critical thing to understand. Grand Solar Minimum is not here now. Sunspot Maximum is on deck next. But looking ahead to the next sunspot cycle, that's the key for GSM. Up next is the Space Weather Newsletter. A lot of good ones to read in here, including a look at how low-latitude electrical grids are just as vulnerable to solar storms as their high-latitude counterparts. And one from two familiar authors who are helping to notice and break down what more can be gleaned from expanded spectral consideration of the sun. It's not quite as good as including particle forcing, but it is much better than the old view of the sun, which showed virtually nothing. When they eventually get around to the particle forcing, it will all be about the global electric circuit and its ability to translate space weather impacts to the ionosphere into near instantaneous forcing of the troposphere. Their dissection of the pattern in cahoots with El Nino and La Nina is examined here, finding a generally opposite modulation of the circuit flow on land versus ocean during the different phases of the ENSO cycle. By the way, this week we heard pretty much those exact words on the forcing power of the global electric circuit at the EGU meeting. We've seen it get a place in the AGU meetings across the pond here, but its sister really needs to join the party. Combining the circuit... Rate, subscribe, and share. Yay! The grid risk and overall space weather science, every major event, whether studied for Poland here or otherwise around the globe, takes on the southward pointing BZ component of the solar wind. This is wholly controlled by its magnetic angle, the phi, the interplanetary magnetic field of the heliospheric current sheet. It's not just the induction risk to the grids, but the global electric circuit is jacked by these ionospheric excitements as well, dependent on the interplanetary field direction within the current sheet. And let's go one step scarier to the storms that can really rock our planet. Those, once again, most dependent on the space magnetic fields within the current sheet. Anyone want to guess what the galactic version of the sheet and fields does to the sun? Moving on to Earth's rotation glitches, the numbers keep creeping upwards in terms of speed, reducing the length and expected lengths of days and excess leftover time at the end of the year. By the way, they expect yesterday was the longest day we'll get in 2021, and for those who have watched Earth speeding up, shortening the days, and our coverage, we can confirm that the Earth should be doing nothing but slowing down. While that may have been the case for eons, it's certainly not the case anymore. Earth is speeding up. I just hope we didn't all forget the Earth rotation modulation by magnetic field anomalies papers we asked you to review this week. We greatly appreciate your support. We've got wind maps and shots of our star to close. Subscribe and we'll do this all again tomorrow. Right here, but right now it's 5.30 a.m. in the new Valley of the Sun. Eyes open. No fear. Be safe, everyone. Thank you, Mr. Ben. Thank you. I love your videos, man. I love your input to this earth, man. Good shit. Now, it is time for a shout out, shout out to the Good News Network. Bow! <laughs> hey, Jesterians. If y'all have the Cash App and want to help support the show directly, our Cash App handle is The Promoting Jester. We'd appreciate y'all very much. Be safe and make your decisions well. For your quote of the day, it never ceases to amaze me. We all love ourselves more than other people. 
but care more about their opinion than our own. Marcus Aurelius. It never ceases to amaze me. We all love ourselves more than other people, but we care more about the opinions of others than our own. You gotta love yourself, man. Who gives a fuck what other people think about you? That's not real. What's real is in what what in your head, what you think. So do you. Do what's best for you and yours. Be a better version of yourself. Smoke weed every day. And make shit happen.